Huh. This is out later than it was supposed to be. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special supercharged slash WPW short edition of the last call with APH. I'm gonna go through everything in short order, give my old thank yous, give what happened with uh you know the main event, whatever, what went into all the booking and shit. It's not gonna be too long, preferably not longer than 30 minutes. But you guys get to sit here and listen to what happened with the ins and outs of WPW and what happened with Supercharge and everything. So, uh, thank you for listening again. To everyone who watched Supercharge, thank you so much. I love you guys all. And uh, for right now, let's get right into it. Let's not waste any time with this. Uh... The Gold Rush ladder match, men's and women's. Um, the women's ladder match went exactly how I uh, thought it would. Because uh, here's the thing, Akira and Jane Rage, they still have their own thing going. Uh, originally, I wanted Corey Rose to win, but then she had to leave the company. Uh, it was on good terms, so don't worry about that. Best of wishes, Corey. Uh, I would have loved for Mizuna to win. But, honestly, I have a bigger storyline for her on the ready. Lena, uh, Jade's daughter, is going to be in a big storyline, which didn't need the briefcase. So, Christy Redding and Cody Hailstorm was obviously the two people that I had slated to win. Ashley Sky too. Uh, the reason I'm glad that Cody won is because she has been working on her character for so much time that I started to love it. Uh, so much so that I was perfectly fine, excuse me, perfectly fine with, uh, putting the briefcase on her. So, uh, there's that. Uh, so as far as the, uh, also, quick thing, every match on two, on that game, on that show, was, if you noticed, some matches were on 19, some matches were on 20. The reason behind that is, and I'm gonna nip this in the bud now, no, 2K19 will not be the new permanent home for WPW, so if you're looking to try to sign with the company, don't expect me to sign you on 19, or don't expect me to, like, bring you in on 19. What's going to happen from now on, all the way until the release of 22, and probably going into, like, a month into the release, is I'm going to have it on both games. So you'll have some matches be on 20, and then you'll have some matches air on 19. The matches that are aired on 19 will have to be agreed to be aired on 19 by both parties. And it will have to be cleared by me. And it will be a latch ditch effort. It, will be, it, won't be, it won't be the way of like, oh, uh, you want your match on 19 just because 19 is better. No, no, no. If I feel there is no need to have your match on 19, there will be no need. But if there is a need for the match to be on 19, i.e. someone only has 19 and don't have 20 anymore and they can't update and they want to send in an update or anything and the other opponent agrees to it, then we'll do it, you know? But this isn't a permanent move to 19. This is just I'm incorporating both games to bring out the best product that can possibly put out. And that's what Supercharge was, was a product from both games. You had basically everything, honestly. Um, the men's Gold Rush ladder match, which opened the show, had a whole, whole lot of surprises on them. 
Specifically, Jordan Brooks, Paul Moda, and Psycho G. G was supposed to be a part of the of the Rotary Rumble way back in March, but I couldn't get him in time, nor did I ask him because, you know, I was worried at the time. I didn't know him that well back then. Uh, Paul Moda was an easy get. He was uh, really cool with the whole thing, plus the whole partnership with me and Arrival Pro made sense to have one of their champions on my show. You know, and I plan on doing the same thing for him, for Jordan, if he uh, wants to. And Brooks, um, there's something that I don't think a lot of people knew. And uh, that's the fact that Jordan, call, Jordan like texted me like a while ago saying, if you ever need me to make an appearance, I got you or something like that. And I took the chance of asking him, hey, can you show up for the rump? Can you show up for the ladder match? And he said, sure. And the fact that he tweeted out thanking me in the promotion and saying that he enjoyed his time as short it was in WPW, it, it means the world to me. And the fact that G, Moda, and uh, Brooks all enjoyed their little mini stints in the company is great. And like I said it before, I'll say it again. Even when 22 releases, uh, you guys are more than welcome to come by anytime. Door is always open. Uh, especially for like guest appearances or everything. If there is a need for you to sign, you're going to have to DM me directly and we'll talk. You know. Uh, in terms of the winner of the match, I wouldn't have cared if whomever won. But let me just get into this right now. Because of how the show ended... And because of how everything went down with the with uh, Victoria Myrina, aka Mister Extreme, aka Goldman, it, it was perfect. Honestly, um, the cash in was a last minute effort. Before anyone gets on my ass about you booked the match, so why are you panicking and why are you pissed? There is a reason why I put up the tweet saying I did all this work for nothing. It's because I spent a whole three months booking, like create, like recording the show, and that doesn't account to like the damn near almost year or like six or seven month booking that I had to do in order to get to the show. You know, certain things had to be put in place. You know, crude had to. Win the win the briefcase, and then he had to win against Brett, and then he had to win the championship. Then Brett had to win the Rumble, and the Rumble itself was a headache. And then I had to push Goldman to the top and get him a chance at the world title, and make it make sense that he's pursuing the belt. And it, it just like it all had to come to and make sense. So when I do all of this work and I make it my business to put somebody over. And make it seem like they're going to be the next star of my company in my first mania. And they turn around and make themselves look like an absolute ass on the timeline. And have a lot of people look at them like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? It's, it's, it's stressful and it's bullshit and I hated it, you know? <laughs> like, I think uh, Kyle Young and Chase Adkins, can, uh, they can relate. And they can understand my frustration because they were in party with me in Discord during the main event when this whole thing went down. And I was just panicking because I'm like, dude, I did all this shit for months and months. And the whole six hour show 
is ending on a match with a champion being crowned that will probably be blacklisted within the next five minutes. And my company looks like shit because we have that blacklisted wrestler as our world champion winning a world title in the main event of our first big show. You, you see what I'm getting at here. You see the frustration that got to me. Uh, by the way, everybody who texted me and uh, retweeted and uh, quote tweeted saying that the show was great. I, I love you guys. I appreciate it. But it's like I'm very disappointed. But I'm also extremely pissed. Because the whole thing could have easily been avoided. And I'm going to touch on this and leave it alone. The fact that he kept trying to push it in as like Rhea is trying to do- avoid drama, but then he just kept creating it and defending inexcusable acts from an absolute ass clown. It's just frustrating. And it's like you're watching somebody you think of as a friend trying to self-destruct themselves and there's legit nothing you can do about it but just stand by and watch the flames. And at that point, you got to think plan B and plan B was Jack Hunter. I know Jack. Uh, he wasn't the original winner for the ladder match. Originally, it was going to be Barmore. I had three possible winners. Three winners that if it happened on the game, I wouldn't have cared. Jeremy Barmore, Huey Blunts, and Jack Hunter. Tyler Jones was going to be in a feud already. And Jeremy Barmore, we already had him slated for something. Um, wait a minute, what am I saying? Tyler Jones, I said Tyler Jones, I said Jeremy Barmore, Huey Blunts, and Jack Hunter. Tyler Jones and CG were already going to do something else. Hell, I would have loved if CG won. To be fair, any of the five, I would have been grateful to have won. It's just like the first recording, I couldn't have the free agents win, because I didn't know if they were going to stick around or not, you know? But, uh, even Jack won, in my mind... Because I teased it to him the day before. He was like, I'm going to go on this big briefcase run. Similar to what I do on Autobound. And, you know, it's going to be great. But then, I had to text him at night and tell him that you're the champion now. Because, thank Psycho G for this. He gave me the idea in a call. He was trying to calm me down because I was panicking. That my main event show got shot down. And ruined, in a sense, because of Dickhead's actions. He came to me and said, just do a cash-in. Have Jack become the champion. And Jack's a reliable guy. He's not gonna be he's not gonna be stingy with the belt. He'll put over he'll put over whomever you need to put over, and we'll call it a day. Personally speaking, Jack Hunter is a perfect guy to be doing what he did in terms of character. Uh and I'm glad it went down that way. I'm not stoked that it had to do that. But I'm stoked to how it went down, and we ended up bringing in another guy in Midas, uh, one of Don Frost's calls that was never supposed to happen. But since it did, you know, um, since it did, and we had to do it the way we did, I'm not exactly too angry. You know, it's one of those. Uh, I'm not mad, but I'm not that angry. I'm not happy, but I'm not that angry. You know, I'm just, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. But no, uh, Jack as a champion is perfect, and whenever Cody Hailstorm decides to cash in, uh, it'll be a great moment, and honestly, I can't wait. Um, women's tag and the men's tag, two great matches, two new champions. Uh, congrats Serenity, Christina, and congrats Brad and Alexander. 
Um, the Grand Prix title match. Hallelujah. Congratulations, Jarek Lawson. I told Jarek, Brandon, and Hunter that the match was going to be pure EFED. I already let most people know about what their matches would be like. And I only let like a supreme surprise to like some people. But with those three, I told them, your match is going to be pure EFED. Whomever wins is whomever wins. First recording went for like 20-something minutes. And Jarek won after Brandon got rolled out of the ring. And he hit Hunter out of nowhere. One, two, three. Jarek's the new champion. And personally, I wouldn't have had it any other way. He is the perfect champion that I needed for this new era. He is just the best. Y'all are really sleeping on Jarek Lawson. And I am so happy that he got his moment in the sun. And I'm so happy that now he gets to use my company as a way to bring himself into new light, you know? Uh, Violet Sean, Darren Lawson, two people that I guarantee not that many peep, not that many uh, peeps and call know of if they're not associated with WPW or haven't watched the show. Like if you're a new viewer and you never saw of Violet Shaw and Darren Lawson, and you saw their last woman standing match, holy shit, you were in for a treat. And that was the entire goal of WPW, of Supercharged and, and WPW in general, to give you these stars to bring you these characters people that you never heard of before or people that are like lay under the radar and bring them into lights like you've never before seen kellyanne sky says something on the lines of she used to be just known as ashley sky's sister then she became my longest reigning champion in history 380 days as women's champion the only champ we had until julia hatrick beat her in that fucking six star match for the women's world championship, that probably should have made evented. And if Amber doesn't rate that six stars on Best Bout Observer, I'm going to be pissed. Just kidding. Love you, Amber. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was one of those things where it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's a nice to bring new stars to light. And it was great that I got all those new viewers. And then as soon as they kept stinking around, I'm like, yeah, I got you now. Now I can lure you in and make you want to watch more. And I think I accomplished that, you know? Jer- um, Jonathan Reed and Zeke Salazar delivered, in my opinion, the sleeper match of the night. If it wasn't for Hattrick and uh, Kelly and the Grand Prix Triple Threat, it would have been matching the night. Uh, but then again, every match hit. And that was what I was worried about with the length of the show. Because as we all know, I teased it for days up until the show was aired. And then I made it confirmed. It was a six-hour show. A lot of people weren't too psyched about it. But it's like the entire six-hour show can go by quickly because you're watching banger after banger after banger. And every match delivers in terms of match quality and storytelling. And it just makes sense. You know, and uh, the death match. A match I never wanted to do. A match I'll never touch with the 10-foot pole. I leave that to the professionals like Jake Carter and, uh, you know, whomever else does deathmatch wrestling. Uh, by the way, shout out to Jake Carter, by the way. Random, random shout out to Jake, but shout out to him. He's, he's awesome. But, uh, Adam Rage, holy shit. He did a phenomenal job on that show, on that match. You know, it, it went supremely well. All the story pieces fell into place. And I'm just happy that I asked him to do it. Because he knew what he was doing, and he actually put together one of my favorite matches on the card. 
in terms of like how it was put together and in terms of like being a pure sim and that was what i wanted to bring to the show uh match for everyone you have your story elements you have your ladder match spot fest you have your tag wrestling you have your death match you have uh pure wrestling all that uh one quick note about one of the matches jay knight versus sat quinn was supposed to be i think a retirement match but not really a retirement match because jay jay knight was contemplating it for a short bit but then he said he was going to stick around you know it was one of those where it was like if it was jay's last match i'm going to give him out of the good note and from the looks of it it looks like it's not going to be and he's going to stick around which hell yes jay is awesome jay knight i love you baby uh zach quinn is awesome too um but yeah that match was actually pitched to me by both of them like it wasn't even supposed to be on the card the card was supposed to be just a 13 match card uh adding the television title match but then those two texted me was like yo can we do this and i was like yeah screw why not my match first of all forever humble is not making a full-time return it was a one shot only and i'm glad i did it that one time because it got the reaction i wanted Tyson Brooks, you did an amazing job with the logo, by the way. But uh, I brought it back just to like show like I'm going to fight for the company, and I'm happy that everyone received the match very well. I thought it was going to be you know, one of the matches that people soured on because it's like, oh, the boss is fighting on his own mania. Whoop-de-freaking-do, and he's in one of the three main events. Oh, wow, he's pushing himself over at his own roster. Uh, you, know, it, you know, some people were saying, some people would say it, I doubt that everyone was saying it, but you never know, honestly, with these people these days. Um. Uh. Well, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? I think I touched on the majority of the things. Oh. Oh, right. Uh. Like I said, this is gonna be a short one. This may not even reach the thirty-minute mark. It may reach twenty or something like that. Uh. I want to shout out a couple of peeps before we dip. Because, like I said, this was going to be a short update, recap, and everything. Uh, WPW Rebirth will be happening in two weeks. Uh, so, the week of... So, the last week of August, expected a, expect a tweet saying WPW Rebirth is coming out. I'm going to go and probably text Tyson or Masuda to get me a logo made and match graphics or whatever like that. Probably not match graphics, but you never know how I'm going to feel that certain day. You know, you never know. Um... So expect WPW Rebirth in like two weeks time, the last week of August, you know, I'm taking my mini break uh, very well, I earned this, uh, shout out to Tyson again for the logo for Supercharge, shout out to Louis Bates for the arena for Supercharge, Christy Redding with the nameplate graphics for Supercharge, and Masuda Tanaka for the match card graphics for Supercharge. All of it made the show look like a million bucks. And as much as the matches themselves were great and the storylines were great, the visuals and the way everything was presented just looked magnificent. And I loved every minute of it. And I loved recording every minute of it. Uh, what does this mean for the company going forward? Uh, WPW Rebirth will happen, then Supernova and, and Riot will come up in the next couple of weeks. I have a new championship and a new division coming in, so uh, be on the lookout for that at Riot. I mean, on Super on, on Rebirth, excuse me. Uh, we have a vacancy for the Supernova General Manager spot. Expect me to address that on Rebirth as well. As I mentioned, 
uh, 19 and 20 will be used for WPW going forward until the release of 22, mostly because it's a convenient other convenience for other people, and whether or not I want to convenience them. It's one of those where it's like, if it can happen, cool. If it can't, and only one side wants to do it, then there's nothing I can do. But uh, yeah, we're running on 19 and 20 to be you know easier, not just on everyone else, but myself, because sometimes the crashes get to me too. And uh, as far as what's next... In terms of, like, signings, because I know a lot of people texting me saying they wanted to come in. Uh, give me a week. Give me next week by this time, and I'll give you your answer. You know, I already got a couple of big people coming in. So, uh, give me a week to get my bearings and set up what matches I'm going to put up and whatever. And we'll deal with that at a time. But, uh, for now, I'm going to bid y'all adieu. Uh, so, once again, this is a rambling, short little snippet of how Supercharged was put together. But thank you guys so very much from the bottom of my heart. You all have a blessed day. And uh, take care of yourselves.